This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Pat Man, from the Bay to LA and beyond. Beyond has me on the third day of the new year, and I'm rocking and rolling with this, people. I'm rolling with the goodness that's being received right now. So I'm, I'm going to talk more about um, on the last podcast I was talking about, I gave a little snippet about the uh, benefits of sauna usage. Now, what's interesting is that I finished watching the interview with uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick on MedCrim you heard of MedCrim until today. I'm just going to explain how the how the mind works and the universe works and when you're how do I explain this? When you when you have a thought and something, an idea enters your mind and you flow with it like you follow your intuition on this. This is God, the universe, talking to you, creator, whatever you want to call it. That's the way the universe is connecting to you. You got to follow those hunches. You have to follow those hunches and see where they lead. This is what I've been doing like all of my life. An idea pops in my head and I just roll with it steps, I follow the steps, do, 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 and, and visualize, visualization is a huge tool that I don't think everybody grasps onto, I didn't, I know I didn't, because it just came natural for me to use my imagination when it came to drawing, and you know, I would see things, and I would hear things like with music, uh, with music, music comes and I just go with it. Um, I don't know when it's going to come. I don't know when these ideas, it's just like a, a thought happens and it just, you know, it, you, you, you go down the rabbit hole of information. So what's interesting about the, the whole sauna, whenever I come across a technology that's that's been around for thousands, hundreds and thousands of years, or just maybe a few hundred years. I'm always, I'm always, I always want to trace the tracks of who said it first, or who, how long has this been a subject, and how come it's not more public, at least on conversations and health sites because when I when I do research I go I go deep I go deep with you know I know where to search I have uh, different websites that I'm memberships that have been I have lifetime memberships to access to medical information whenever I do research so it's like it's like real it's from the it's, it's from the doctors themselves you know doctors who are working on different diseases and you know all kind of stuff and I understand this stuff because I, I self-study on the side you know as um when 
I was a kid, um, a teenager, I share it with you that my grandfather passed when, um, you know, when I was you know, like 13, you know, just, just in junior high school. And that was huge for me because I was around my grandfather all the time, you know, on Sundays, every Sunday. But who died first was my grandmother. You know, it was just like it all came out of nowhere. You know, they may have been, I mean, they had to have been sick because they were in their older age, like in their 60s. I think my grandmother was like 60 and then my grandfather was, you know, like turned 70 or something like that. Um, but still fairly young, but, you know, I had health issues and I, I, and when they died, I just didn't understand. It wasn't explained to us exactly what happened and you hear the words like diabetes you know and and heart issues and AIDS and HIV and you're all these all I remember is hearing all these words and terms and but it it, it didn't give me any answer it gave me no comfort it gave me nothing and for the longest time though uh, we didn't you know the family didn't talk about anything to regards of health but I took it I took it as a sign, you know, to, to eat healthier, to be healthier, to, you know, I, since I didn't have the answers, it was, I, I felt it was up to me to take care of myself because I, I came into the world sick, you know, asthma, hole in my heart, um, conditions, rare conditions that doctors in the 70s didn't even have answers to, uh, conditions that doctors still didn't have answers to until, you know, recently, like in 20, you know, 20, what, 2006, when I was diagnosed with this one condition, but so I've, and, and, and a lot of people don't know these things about me, but I've, I took it to heart that, no one in my family was smart enough to to have you know I don't know have done the right things to 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 make sure my grandparents were you know with optimum health. Um, yeah, I, I just remember my grandfather. Um, you know, he would sit at the dinner table. After we were done with our, our Sunday meal, it was, it was time for dessert. Dessert could have been anything, you know, German chocolate cake, you know, the yellow cake with the chocolate frosting, uh, coconut cake, um, and strawberry pie, oh my God, peanut butter cookies, oh my God. And, you know, this was, this was the 70s, so, you know, Baking and stuff was rich. It was still rich. Um, so I, I just remember my grandfather eating like, <laughs> you know, like the when, on strawberry pie when, when when strawberry pie was you know the the Sunday dessert. My grandfather had there was a pie for us, like us grandkids and the rest of the family, and then there was one. For him, so actually, I think there was three pies, cause you know you got strawberries and strawberries. I remember they were so huge, and, whew, and that Cool Whip on 
top, we didn't have whipped cream. My, my other grandmother had whipped cream, but we had Cool Whip. Anyway, it, it really, it, I went through a really dark era in my life, but by the time they had passed, I had, I had already adopted early skills in music production. You know, I'm, I'm still a teenager, you know, so, but mom is buying me, like, keyboards and synthesizers, you know, um, I knew how to draw draw comic book stuff, um, um, love to read, I was always at the library, I was always self-studying, self-educating myself, because I, I just wasn't, um, I just didn't, I wasn't receiving the answers that I was, the questions I was asking adults in my life, you know, they, they either didn't have an answer at all, or the answer that they had that I was asking just didn't do it for me. So I sought out the answers of books. I sought out the answers of mentors. I never had a problem with talking to people. I let some people believe, you know, if they thought I was shy, I just let them believe that. But, you know, if it was someone I took an interest in to regards of education, or educating myself, I always took an interest in something. And I found as a teenager and, and growing up that it didn't matter what the color of my skin, that I could walk into a, a store, uh, you know, bike shop or any store, you know, jewelry store, any any kind of you know stones and crystals and and talk to the owners and they talk to me and tell me how they got started a business and tell me more about the business then I come back and I patronize the business and let them know I'm a customer and, and then I'm educate myself that's just how I've always done and that's how I, I you know I gained so much knowledge and, and experience from older people because I didn't have you know like I said the people around me weren't highly educated people at all they were educated in the sense of self-education but they didn't go to anyone's college and, and get a degree or, or or continue their educations um, my father wasn't around at all you know he went to the army and um, so you know I, I became fascinated with you know anti-aging and the idea of psychic abilities and healing, self-healing yourself and and all these books and science fiction I would read and and I would just dive into it. And but I kept it to myself. I kept all this stuff to myself. Only um, there there's only been a few girlfriends over time who knew uh, who knew this about me, who knew that I was super geek when it came to like you know health and 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 doing research on myself like supplements and vitamins and all all the herbs I got books on that stuff and I was going to a lot of shops in Berkeley uh, the hippies in Berkeley <laughs> back in the days they were happy to talk to you and, and and tell you more about the herbs and the supplements so I was there listening and then from that, I, I began to, you know, uh, bake more and cook more and, and 
experiment on myself and see how I felt when I ate something. And that's how I discovered that I've been lactose intolerant like all my life. I truly believe for two, two reasons for a lot of ailments and conditions that I was born with and that I have today resulted in prenatal care, terrible prenatal care, um, something in the sperm of my father who served in Vietnam, um, and uh, southern eating habits. Um, there's certain uh, vegetables and fruits and stuff that you're not supposed to eat uh, when you are pregnant. And the other thing is you have to know that you are pregnant. So at one point, do you stop drinking or intoxicating yourself before you realize you're pregnant and you have to change up your health, uh, <laughs> your, you have to change up your lifestyle because you're feeding a fetus fetus is feeding off of you whatever you're feeding it so that's my brain as a child growing up and just evolving and and then you know just continuing educating myself on, on things like the benefits of, of sauna technology and, and vibration plates and and different supplements that that you know if you took them at night doesn't it make sense that you take vitamins at night because your body is recovering from a day of energy exertion? See, it's those things that 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 would keep me up at night. Like, you know, why am I? Why didn't I get enough sleep last night? Or, or let's write down, you know, how, you know what time I'm going to sleep, what time I turned off the television, you know, that kind of stuff. Methodical. Uh, things that I taught myself over time. I mean, how else are you supposed to learn about yourself? You can't take the word for a physician who is, um, you know, taking on patients and just, you know, giving them prescription drugs without even giving them an MRI or a thorough checkup. Yeah, I went through that too. I went through um, doctors, you know, going into the emergency voluntarily and I wasn't feeling too good. I was depressed. I was I was feeling suicidal. I was just feeling not good. A lot of stuff was going on in my family. My auntie had just passed. And first thing this doctor said, I'll never forget it. Jewish Jewish cat too. Um, he, he made that clear that he was Jewish. I'm not saying that because he made it clear that he was Jewish. Um, I don't know why, but which is interesting, you know, later, later on in discussions. Um, he said, uh, you know, what do you think about Prozac? I said, what do you think about Prozac? He said, well, you know, I, you know, I said, dude, I'm, I'm not taking anything that's going to have me addicted, you know, like crack. I said, I just need to sleep. I've gone through a lot. You know, I, I, I'm out of my comfort zone of my home and space and time. And I really need to just gather myself and you know, I need, I need your assist on this. And he heard what I said. And then he, that's when he was like, have you ever had therapy, any kind of therapy? I said, no, but I'm open. So, you know, going through and in and out, and, you know, I've, I've experienced a lot of trauma and drama, but along the line, I've always kept, I guess all the, all the self-educating, you know, 
early on just kept me, you know, not totally lost, but in the trial and trial periods of testing and trying out things to see if they worked. And through that's how when I discovered in uh, uh, practice in yoga, you know, I was skeptical about yoga, you know, because I, I didn't know anything about it. I I'd heard about it like, you know, in the, in the 60s, I mean, in the 70s, I was born in the 60s. But, you know, uh, late 80s, uh, it was a form of, I read that it was a form of martial arts. So it, it reminded me of once, once I started practicing yoga, it just reminded me of the martial arts that I was taught uh, in the fourth, you know, fifth grade um, by uh, African, um, South African uh, brother um, who taught the fifth grade uh, class taught us martial arts, you know, breathing techniques, but I had forgotten because, you know, two years later was all the trauma with my grandfather and, and, you know, deaths in the family and just, you know, family, just nonsense going on. So I had kind of forgotten, I would forgotten what I'd learned in martial arts because, you know, uh, my mom didn't, she didn't want to uh, pay for her short classes outside of uh, you know the fifth grade so you know I had to watch kung fu classes after that that's how I had to learn but you know getting into yoga that's why yoga was easy because it, it reminded me of that deep breathing and lung exercises uh, you know in the fifth grade with um, martial arts so but yoga um Yoga for me was, I got into yoga for the benefits of, you know, I was, I was born with muscle spasms. I would have muscle spasms. That's when the muscles tighten up. So in particular, in, on my, uh, my back runs from my back muscles, uh, diaphragm muscles, um, all the way down to my spine would render me useless like I couldn't do anything I couldn't move I was motionless and this started happening like you know like after or maybe during I would say during uh, some really stressful like you know during the time our grandparents were in hospitals and dying and the family is fighting my stress levels just started like you know, triggering these these uh, muscle spasms. So I would I wouldn't be able to move. I would just I could only just lay in the bed on my back and until the pain went away. But it was so painful. So I dealt with that for years. Um, but what counterbalanced what people don't realize about me and, and those who might be listening to this podcast now that know me for quite a while. Um, what counterbalanced the pain from uh, those muscle spasms was that so long as I stayed active, I was good. So, you know, I tried, you know, I tried basketball, wasn't me. Football, wasn't me. <laughs> Baseball, not me. I even tried golf. It, it was just too boring and too slow. Um, but I always loved bicycling, you know, so easy and without even knowing the benefits of cycling, I've always just 
had a bicycle or always, you know, was was bicycling. So that became my 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 choice of exercise. Um, I tried the gym thing. That didn't work out. It was just, you know, the weights was too big. Uh, you know, to me, you know, it's, it's, it's um, you go in the gym with all these guys and they're all buff and big. You, you got, you know, got my puny arms out there trying to, you know, trying to lift weights. You know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's embarrassing, y'all. I'm serious. It's, it's intimidating and it's embarrassing. So, uh, Nick's the whole gym thing. So, you know, more self, I, the more, the more I start doing more self stuff, like, you know, cycling and stretching in the park and sleeping in the park. I love a good nap in the park. It's amazing. You should try it. Um, um, and, and more nature and, and oxygen. So all this time I, you know, throughout my adolescence and into my adult life, um, I was diagnosed with asthma as a child and I would have problems running, but my mom never got me a, a inhaler, you know, for whatever reason, she, I never got an inhaler and it tripped me out because at the doctors, you know, we would go to doctors all the time for our checkups that cold that's the scope on my chest and like you know deep breath deep breath oh you'll be fine you'll be fine I was like no I'm not there's nothing fine about this this is this is not good because you know there's some abnormalities that I have with my body my physique and uh, some of those abnormalities never um never expanded so there are muscles in my back muscle you know back and front muscles that never came into place which cause the muscle spasms which is an actual condition that you know uh, is sporadic and happens in like every 300 or 600,000 births on earth yeah so that's the rare stuff for me so you know a doctor I'm not a physician I'm not I've never gone to school for any of this stuff this is just stuff that I've used for my life I've tried to share little tidbits with people you know throughout the years not you know sharing about you know my passion and why I was so fascinated with uh, healing the self because that's what I've been doing the whole time is healing myself, you know, when I make these suggestions to people, to regards of like, you know, the benefits of saunas, you know, or moringa leaf, the use of moringa leaf, or using a vibration plate, um, these are things that I actually do and use, you know, the shungite stone, you know, triple filtered water, uh, hydration, these are just things that I've learned over time to, that have helped me, um, whether I received it from, uh, um, you know, a webinar or a tidbit or, or a book or, or YouTube or just doing the research myself and saying, you know what, let's try it. Let's see what works. You know, it's better than what's not working, right? So continue listening to, um, continue listening. I encourage you to 
continue listening to his podcast because as even though I'm not a licensed or practitioner of you know as a doctor or you know I have the experience in education but I will be inviting um, people with PhDs who are you know who've done the work who've done the research I mean even though the sauna technology has has been out and it just popped up on it's ironic that it actually popped up on YouTube. That's where I was going with this because I've had the personal sauna that I have for over maybe like three months. I think about three months now. And um, I had only seen when I did the research beforehand, before I you know, received it, I um, there wasn't a lot of uh, YouTube or or any websites, you know, talking about it, maybe two or three pages of content, enough white papers for me to make a solid decision. And then um, I made the call, and you know, the company sent me um, their version of their portable sauna, and I've been using it. So now here we are three months, three months later, and this 10 benefits of sauna YouTube pops up on my feed. I'm like, what is this? It's an hour, hour and 21 minutes, but she's going deep into you know, her use of the sauna in Finland. And I knew about the research in Finland um, and everybody's happy in Finland. That's because they're always in saunas, you know, doing, getting the optimum use in sauna you'll reap in the benefits because it's, it's the benefits are incredible um you know, dementia brain um, it's 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 it just keep going but when i'm tripping off now i'm scrolling through uh just typing in sauna benefits in youtube and you know dr Rhonda patrick comes up but then, uh, so that was eight months ago from Medcram. It originally came out eight months ago with one million views to date. Always like to look at that. But here's uh, here's this guy. Um, he probably didn't get that many clicks on this, but because he has 373,000 views posted one year ago, and he says five benefits of sauna use you likely haven't heard about. But he looks like a dork. He's got his shirt off. He's got his other shirt over him. So it's not like you don't know if he's promoting uh, going to the gym or sauna results. So I can see why a lot of people can uh, click on this uh, page. And so if I scroll down, that was one year ago. And three years ago, eight health benefits of using dry sauna by Dr. Berg. I just started following Dr. Berg uh, probably about, uh, I would say, about a year ago. Maybe not that long. Maybe like six months ago, Dr. Berg, Eric Berg. So I scroll down some more. Here we go. One year ago, 10 benefits of using the sauna every day. Folks at the gravity transformation. Um, and the picture to get you attracted on there is, is ridiculous. It's, it's a... It's a cartoon of a guy uh, laying on his back in a sauna with a pot belly 
you know, sweating and <laughs> looking like he's going to pass out or die from heat exhaustion. And then the lower picture says afterwards, and he's all ripped with, you know, a six, maybe an eight pack of muscles, you know, muscles in his thighs, his legs everywhere. And he's smiling and still sweating. It's a hilarious cartoon depiction. It's got 1.1 million views posted a year ago. See, that's, that's, a, it's interesting. I mean, my brain was nowhere near like, you know, COVID pandemic. Maybe I should get a personal sauna. Do they even create those? Do they even, does that thing even exist? Never even came into a thought. The vibration plate did, however. So started with the vibration plate. Now I've got the sauna and cycling. So between those three and juicing uh, and smoothies ring leaf shungite affirmations of prayer going into the new year's fabulous optimum living good doing good being good feeling good because i'm telling you when i come out of that sauna every single time it's just it's unexplainable it's i can't put it into words and but hearing what you know, Dr. Rhonda Patrick was saying about, you know, the brain elasticity and, you know, uh, veins opening up and unclogging and you can feel it. You can feel it. It's like, it's, it's equivalent to, it's equivalent to, I would, I would say 20 minutes. The most I've been there is, is an hour. I actually did an hour. I don't recommend that for anybody. I, 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 hey, check your check with your doctor check with anybody if you got any kind of health issues i don't recommend getting into a sauna that's um that that's a given any kind of health advice or anything you check with your doctor but i had it on the highest temperature um and i was in there for about hours like i could do this and it's just that first 10 minutes you know once you know if you if you use with diaphragmic diaphragmic breathing, that's you know from your diaphragm, you, you learn that in singing uh, or vocal lessons to which I've taken. Um, then you know how to control your breathing uh, from your mouth to your nose, and then that's the hardest part. Once you learn that technique in a sauna, then you could stand an hour, but all you really need is 20 minutes. 20 minutes will give you all the benefits of like you just ran like two blocks, you know, two, three blocks, two, three miles around, you know, constant running. That's how much sweat is dripping and pouring down and it just keeps coming and coming. But after after it's pouring and pouring, you just you just feel great. All the endorphins, all the chemicals, all everything, your body is just breathing again. And then you just roll up in bed and take a nap <laughs> just take a nap after that actually go to sleep i've had the best sleep ever after the sauna so my thing you know my my part part of the reason for getting that was you know i'd gotten you know you know covid for like maybe a week or a couple weeks or something like that and then just kind of went away and no major symptoms, but I was like, I can't afford to get sick like that. I just can't afford. And I started thinking about, you know, different supplements and um, 
think as the, as the winter months was coming, this is my thought process. Like, you know, I got to come up with, you know, a game plan to stay healthy the whole time. You know, what can I do? I can't have the heater on all the time because then it gets just too hot. And then, you know, then it's too cold and you got to wear the right kind of clothes. And, and um, I'm like, well, what if I'm working around people, you know, and they got COVID or, you know, how can I detoxify myself? And then the aha, the aha moment, ah, sauna. It's like, yeah, but saunas are too freaking big. And then I, like magic, I come across this website of this sister who's she's a nice looking sister too, nice looking sister. Um, she, she was a nice looking sister. Nice little sister. I think it was like her site was something, something powerful booty, something like, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It's, it was like something powerful booty. She was like showing off this gadget that reduces cellulite in the thighs. And then she was like showing off the sauna and she's like, look, look at all the, how much I've been there for like 20 minutes and I saw that and I was my eyes got real big I was like sold done because and then I did I then I did the research I looked up a few white papers and I found this one site this one site of all the research that I'd done for like you know quick I don't know an hour two hours I didn't come across most stuff, you know. I, I did a Google search, then I did a star page search. And this one page came up, and I was like, yep, yep, that's it, done. And then I started thinking about people who actually had saunas in their homes who don't use them. I'm like, wait a minute. If you have a sauna that's built in your home, you don't use it. Well and you're sick and you're always depressed and all this other stuff well I don't know what to tell you you need to use your sauna (laughs) use those benefits especially you know it's a trip many moons ago over 25 years ago living with my auntie and she stayed in these condos uh, um, by the lake Harrison there was a sauna on each floor and I used that sauna quite a few times but not as much as I, I wish I should have yeah and uh, every time someone's had a home and they've had a sauna like yo or I've you know Airbnb yo you know where I'm going yep I'll be in the sauna so I've it's something about and it's not something about it's all backed by science and, 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 and you know doctors now you know so that's what's up, people. That's what's up. I'm going to take my bootay to bed. But before that, I'm going to jump in the sauna. That's right. I'm jumping in the sauna. I've, I've been talking about it all day because I, I took, I knew I'd be, you know, eating, you know, unhealthily, you know, th- from Christmas, you know, through the Christmas holidays and... I knew it all, I'd also be drinking a little more, so it's not recommended to be in a sauna if you've been drinking and, of course, have been eating terribly, you know, off, you know, my off of my smoothie and uh, juicing diet. Um, I I hadn't been in the sauna, but you know, uh, tonight we'll begin 
my four to seven day routine sauna treatment plan is 20 to 30 minutes um, a day either in the morning or night and um, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna journal it I'm gonna, I'm gonna become you know part of history I'm doing it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it but it's good. <laughs> he's gonna do it hey He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it, do it, do it. That's my uh. Thank you, thank you. That's that's my song for the day. That's my song for the day. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna journal my my experience. I I mean I've already done it. You know, but I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do it for the purpose of actually journaling. Now that I know that there's more science and more people out there that's been, uh, you know, even uh, Joe Rogan, look at his face. Look at Joe Rogan's face. So Joe was on uh, uh, how long should you stay in the sauna and ice bath with Andrew Hubberman. That was four months ago. Uh, I took a sauna every day for three months, and this is what happened. Sim Land's channel. Uh, Thomas Delaire, what type of sauna is best for you? Uh, it's the guy that was that had the funny looking face. Um, sauna science explained. Brains, veins, bone, stem cell. So it, it's out there. It's just that, you know, if you got health issues, it's not for you. It's the bottom line, unfortunately. If you got any kind of hypertension or you just got to check in with your doctor, you know, I'm talking about technology that actually works, but, you know, if you got, if you already have health issues, you got to check with your doctor, but this is one of those things that's been around for thousands of years that actually works, and I think more people, uh, once they catch on, you know, I would love to open up a, a, a space, you know, my own sauna health treatment space. There it is. Done. That's what's happening. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Let's do it. I'm done. It's gonna do it. gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. gonna do it. He's gonna do it. gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Alright people, if this was your first, I hope it's not your last time. It gets comical sometimes. Uh, it's, it's weird to talk. Um to yourself or, or, or envision the audience out there because I'm not doing the YouTube just yet so and I'm still testing out the microphone and the kick but everything looks good everything looks real good I think the microphone was in the right place but I think all is good all is good listen back at the first minute and then I will upload and maybe I'll set it for an 